Hi, I'm Dave. And I'm Claire. And welcome to My, My Mate, Mate Reckons, Reckons, the show where we teach you and each other about whatever we want to know about. About whatever things we are have a yearning to know. Warning, there is a much of violence in this episode. No, accent. Okay, well, and there it. is some fucking swearing. There's a bit of swearing. <gasps> we don't, our first episode for 2021, we don't talk about, oh no we do, we talk about fingering. We do, so keep an eye out for that, for a stray finger. Hey there, Claire Bear. Hello, David. Happy 2021. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, everyone. Frankly, I'm glad to say goodbye to 2020 and embrace the calm... Tranquil waters of 2021. Of the the new year. We are, what, Mm -hmm. like eight days in, nine days in? Feels good. It feels good that nothing disastrous has happened. Nothing untoward has happened. (laughs) Well, we know nothing too disastrous has happened because my mate reckons continues. (laughs) Frankly, the only pillar of hope for so many of us. (laughs) Um, I want to do a shout out to begin with. Um, to those of our listeners who are in the UK. Indeed. Who are doing their third lockdown because I've had a couple God of messages from you. people. Hi, hello. Hello. Anyone, no, just, and no other listeners, just those that are in the UK. The rest of you, <laughs> go fuck yourselves. You know what those people in the UK are dealing with? Man, oh man. I'm in Brisbane. I've had a three-day lockdown. Yeah, well, they're tough. Read the news, my God. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, nowhere else in the world do we care about. Of no. course we care about everyone. Well, well, okay, David, I am thrilled about fuck. this week. Can I start by saying you want to give a shout out to the UK people? That's fantastic. I want to start by saying fuck you <laughs> because you handed me... Well, what did you hand me? Go I, I said I want to know about why Biggie Smalls and Tupac Shakur hated each other. Man, oh, man. I got this message from David today. <laughs> I got this text message and it made me giggle. I was, because Jesus. I want you to picture, picture David sending it. Mate, Biggie, Tupac. I'm like into hour three of research. It's a whole thing. It's a whole thing. <laughs> How much did you know already? None. Well, neither did I. And, uh, you know, some subjects you give me and I'm like, oh, that's fine. And it takes, um, and I'm genuinely... Uh, engaged, a genius, uh, so it takes uh, you five minutes not at all. to top up It takes knowledge. me some time, Yeah. but it takes me, you know, on average, a Wikipedia article, a YouTube video, yeah. and maybe a like couple of hour. other quotes. Yeah, like, fine. This thing, within five minutes of opening up the first Wikipedia article I found, I was like, oh my God. There I is like realise. There is a cast of characters. There is a whole geopolitical setting. Are you there is now a whole going thing. to write a play about... <laughs> I am now the world's first. I have done three hours of internet research. I have watched PhD. a documentary. <laughs> in, in LA? Are they based in LA? LA? Well, this is the thing. Oh. East Coast versus West Coast. Right. Biggie was based in LA. Tupac was based on the East Coast. <laughs> so much of this. East Coast of LA. No, East Coast of America. Right. Okay. New York, Chicago. That. Okay. Crew. All right. right. Now, this is basically one of those true crime stories that has never been solved. Big, right. Biggie and Tupac are both end up dead. Yes. And there is no 
there's no like no one's been convicted of that murder. To be like this person killed this person, this person. Killed That's right. This person. So oh, for both of them. For both of them. So it's still. So they're both unsolved murders. They are both unsolved murders. They're both still open cases, and many of the people are still very much around, very much present. Like there's still legal kind of things overhanging in the air. And this is the mid-90s that we're talking about. Yeah. Um, so it, it feels very open and very alive. Right. It's still a of. thing. It's still very much a thing. Because if you are in that circle, do you still choose a side or an allegiance? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Based what? on who, what publishing company you well, go with if or what you know, if you, you know something, with. your life is probably severely under threat if you then tell people that sure. information you are in severe danger because <laughs> is jay-z in this no his name didn't come up right so he's not in that but puff world. daddy most certainly is yes uh, he's with biggie smalls he is well done that well done you because he did that song with faith i was gonna say faith hill wrong faith. wrong faith evans yeah when biggie died yeah right well there you go right there's so your 90s knowledge that's that my you 90s know about. music knowledge yeah right no and then isn't Eminem involved somehow yes, as well correct. because of Dr. Dre. Correct. But I mean only adjacent. Like okay. not not in it in but it. But you're still forming alliances or allegiances it's based like... on probably who you work with, what producers you He's work an with. incredibly niche joke. I love it. <laughs> that approximately thirty percent of our audience will get. It's like Biggie's from La Boite and Tupac's from Queensland. Yeah. <laughs> So you have a lead. When we're off mic, I will cast the entire cast of characters <laughs> in this story to the Brisbane theatre scene. It's fantastic. <laughs> Hilarious. Thrilled. Okay, so Tupac dies in September of 1996. Oh, okay. Six months later, Biggie dies. Right. Both by drive-by shootings, basically. Right. Okay, so I've got... There's information and fucking shit everywhere and conspiracy <laughs> theories and, like, people who have said things and then retracted it and da da So it all gets really messy really quickly. Right. Okay. I will say that my sources of information are, like, generic internet articles you sure. find in the first two pages of Google. Yeah. Some YouTube videos. Kind of everybody points to this kind of major documentary that was released in 2002 called Tupac and Biggie, which I found totally legally, I'm sure, on yeah. YouTube in its entirety. <laughs> uh, and it points at a few different people. It, it kind of has a lead kind of conspiracy theory. It kind of ties theory. a few bows yeah. on the main theory. And it implicates the police as well. Right. Because we know very well that uh, the police and and black lives matter movement has made apparent that yes. uh, it's it's uh, the relationship is awful yeah. oftentimes uh and we are in a phase where in the 90s i'm going to get you at some point to do an episode on the rodney king sure, thing because sure, sure, that was sure. in the early 90s and that was i only know very little about that too. yeah but it was a political climate in which uh it was wasn't it one of the first murders of a black man by police officers that people had access well, there to was, watch. And there was a riot. Like, it was filmed. Yeah, yeah. So people saw, saw it. Saw what happened and Whereas then Whereas in rioted. the past, it, you hadn't had access to footage. And it was the LAPD. It was the Los Angeles Police Department, yeah. which historically do not have a great record. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and, yeah. And uh, so that was kind of within the atmosphere of 
of this, this moment era in time. and this zeitgeist. Um, so, start with Tupac. Okay. Tupac never knew his father. Uh, his mother was an ex. <laughs> he was born. <laughs> it's a whole biography. <laughs> never knew his dad. But I just want to give you a picture of like where he these... loves his mum because there's that song, Mama. Yes, yes. Which is a beautiful song. Beautiful song. They had a complicated relationship. She was an ex Black Panther. Oh wow! Like which we need to do another episode yes. on. Um, like really kind of um, powerful, amazing woman of color. Indeed. Uh, she was also a drug addict. She had a complicated okay. life. Biggie was a drug dealer, yes. um, and uh, uh, but Biggie, and this is the whole thing about rap as well, is that for Biggie in particular with his lyrics, there was a lot of like uh, celebration of violent things he'd done, or sure. like you know talking big about himself, which is what anybody who's critiquing rap from a political point of view goes, well, it's all about violence and all yeah, about all sure. the things. Whereas anybody inside it goes, well, it's not all story. It's all bullshit. It's yeah. not like... Bi-. So there's all kind of... Since Biggie's death in particular... And it's an outlet and a form of yeah. artistry and poetry. And they have an alter ego. Yeah. And they kind of talk their, themselves up into an alter like ego. Like the playwright version of you, David Burton. Yeah, that's right. It's very gangster. It's a hard-ass... <laughs> Where I talk about, I don't know. Toxic masculinity. <laughs> That's right. Um, so. Okay. So. Both have complicated relationships with their parents. Yes. Both come from very much like hard, hard knock experiences. Yep. And they meet each other and they're friends. Okay. For quite some time. Cause they're, when they're young. When they're young, they're young up and coming rappers. They support each other. They look after each other's careers. They um, are friends with friends like they're just in the zone they're in the same they're in the same ballpark yeah now tupac goes into a series they're making independent theater at the same time (laughs) they are they're (laughs) mucking around at metro and (laughs) judith wright was open at the time and it was happening um so there there's there's a couple of incidences where tupac ends up really coming up against the wrong side of the law repeatedly okay there's an incident in 1992 where uh, he he is legally carrying a firearm. Sure. And somehow a kid ends up dead. A boy aged six on oh. his bicycle is shot in the head. Tupac, of course, says it's an accident. But he that's the, he they ends up in a shooting with two policemen in 1993. Right. In the same year, he's charged with assault. There's a sexual assault conviction in 1993. Okay. So this thing, these things are kind of piling up. And he is rapping at the time, like people yep. know. Rapping, indie, um, and I should say that he's insanely prolific. He does at one point. Okay, so. Through all of this, he gets into a hard financial position and he ends up in jail. Okay. And in jail, uh, he's reached out to by Suge Knight, <laughs> who's a really important character. Okay. Super important character. He's the CEO. Person. person. He's real. <laughs> he's real. Shit. <laughs> he's the CEO of Death Row Records. Right. And which is still a thing and is still a big deal. Yeah. In kind of, in infamy almost. Yeah. Um, but he signs Tupac. While he's on. in jail. Yes. Okay. 
to give and instantly gives him a lot of money, and his mother magically gets fifteen grand and kind of welcomes him into they the fold. They get back out. He gets yes. out of jail then. He, he eventually gets out of jail pretty quickly, and immediately following that, he enters into his most prolific, like and most successful kind of eighteen months. Right. Where Tupac records, writes, and records over sixty songs in the space of twelve months. Oh my god! Like he just goes. Here's everything I want to say. Here's everything. Um. Now. That's what's happening on the East Coast. They're okay. all the East Coast people, right? Yeah. And then on the West Coast, you've got Puffy. Yeah. And <laughs> you've got Puffy. And there's violence. Because sure, what, what did he start as? P- no, he started as oh, mate, Puff, I don't Puff know. Daddy. Puff Daddy. Is what and he then started he changed as. quite a few times. P. Diddy. Yeah. And then he went to Sean. Yes. Something. Sean P. Diddy Combs. And now yes. I think he's just Sean Combs. While I'm glad you know that because I don't. While Tupac is in jail, he hears from fellow inmates in jail because Tupac in one of these altercations ends up shot. Right. Okay. This is all a lot of like pre-jail. Pre-jail, he's ended up he ends shot. Up, gets shot. He ends up for one of his other convictions. Go to for the sexual assault conviction. He ends up in jail. Okay. While he's in jail, there are people in jail telling him, "You don't know who shot you. It was Biggie. Biggie put a hit out." On, on you. you. Because Biggie, meanwhile, has signed up on the West Coast and it's a whole West Coast versus East Coast thing. Right. And Tupac's so the next rival- young rivalry and da da da. Now, the documentary posits that it was not uncommon practice at the time for to plant people in prison to give inmates the wrong information right. about their crimes. So that the FBI was trying to disrupt and kind of sabotage the hip-hop community as much as possible. Because they were racist. Pretty much. There's immense political pressure at this time saying that rap is awful and hip-hop and we need to take control and da-da-da-da-da. Yeah, it's precisely as we keep seeing in terms of political movements and the way we treat. Exactly. Uh, Black and brown bodies. Now, Death Death Row Records is owned by Time Warner at the time, very okay. successfully. Mounting political pressure, Time Warner eventually dumps Death Row Records, and suddenly it's a like the reputation goes downhill super quick. Okay. And Suge note Suge note Suge Knight owes Tupac a fuck ton of money. Okay. Um. Now. All weaved through in this is allegations that are kind of softly spoken and rumours that, that, that police, dirty cops, are really involved with Suge Knight and are helping him get off convictions and, and that he has a lot of connections and it's all kind of mafia-style, like, right. corruption going on and so that there's there's uh, there's kind of an, a public effort... To lower crime rates and to do, but inside it's dirty and complicated and fucked, right? And does Tupac believe that Biggie is responsible for him getting shot? At this point, absolutely. So they are now not friends. No, and there is contention between the two of them. So it's kicked off in terms of their rivalry. Absolutely kicked off. Is there any proof that Biggie was responsible? None, as far as I can see. Okay, apart from this person being like he did it. Yeah, in jail. That this is the rumor that has been heard. Yeah. Um, it was for that first time that he was shot and lived, it just seemed to be an, a street altercation between uh, gang warfare yeah. on the streets because 
gang warfare was a big deal. So Suge Knight was with the Bloods, yeah. right? Now, again, this is... I started opening this can of worms and I was like, fucking hell. Because the Bloods and the Crips uh, go back from their rivalry and how they view themselves as gang goes back to the 60s. Like, right. there's a whole history okay. and a whole story there. But basically, in terms of areas in LA, absolutely, right, in LA and around the country, okay, um, because be yeah, okay, I'll get to that in a second. Shugnai is with the Bloods, um, so there's this famous night where they're going to a boxing match at Las Vegas, okay, the MGM Grand. Shugnai and Tupac are walking through the lobby. Suge Knight says, over, or one of the associates says, "Look over there, that guy's a crip." And he's yeah. stolen from Death Row Records. Yeah. He's a shit guy. So Tupac, trying to impress his mates, goes over and beats the living hell out of him. Suge Knight also joins in. Yeah. And beats up this guy. Suge Knight will eventually go to jail for that because Suge Knight, meanwhile, is on parole for his yeah. own criminal convictions. And he eventually ends up in jail for kicking that, that guy. Man. He ends up in jail for nine years. Wow. Two hours later, they're exiting, they go in the car, and two hours later, Tupac is shot and killed. Right. Dead. Okay. Now, the allegation put forward in the documentary and the rumours that abound... Yes. ...is that Suge Knight staged that whole thing. So that he doesn't have to pay Tupac. So that he doesn't the have to pay Tupac, to pay. pay him, that he can get rid of Tupac, and that, um, uh, that that's... Whatever what, that solves, what whatever deals he's got with the police yeah. and all of the other he things. He was trying to lure Crips to kill him. Yeah. So to blame it on gang warfare and kind of get get rid of the whole yeah. thing. Um, and that he wasn't he wasn't thinking that kicking someone apparently would get him back in jail and break his parole. He thought he could take care of that with his yeah. connections. But he was wrong. Um, at the time, Tupac was like leaving death row. They were not in a happy negotiation. So that's the kind of, that's the that's allegation. Suge Knight was anyway. in the car meanwhile and he got shot. There were bullet grazers in his head, but he lied about the extent of his injuries. Like when he was filmed on camera, he said, yeah, there's a bullet in my brain. It was really tough and I couldn't wait. And it was all bullshit. He was fine. Um, Suge Knight, meanwhile. Goes to jail. Goes to jail eventually. He grew up in Compton. Right. So if you see Straight Outta Compton, which I haven't seen, admittedly, have you seen Straight no. Outta Compton? That's the whole like other, other thing. thing that is part That's of like this story. Ice Cube. Correct, I believe, and a whole bunch and of other. NMA, NME, NME. I don't know, but a whole heap That's of like these people the turn up. Yes, a whole heap of these people turn up in that story as well. Right. Okay. Um, he grew up in Con- <laughs> Compton. Um, there's another gang called Mob Peruse. He grew up in a Mob Peruse area, which is generally against the Crips. The Crips were a different thing. Okay. Um, at this time, it's really incompetent in particular. Like, it's... Uh, police officers say, like, we just lost a generation of African-American men to gang warfare. Yes. It was fucking genocide. Tupac... Tupac's death triggers gang warfare on the streets, and there are 20 shootings in 10 days wow. following his death. Um, and there's no evidence, really... I mean, there's this conspiracy theory about Suge Knight, but there's no evidence still, years and years and years on, that Biggie Shug was... Suge Knight organised this or that Biggie had anything to do That Biggie was really it. involved in it at all. Um, uh, he was... Tupac's bodyguard later came forward and said that he was told by Suge Knight to kind of exacerbate this story about the Crips and gang warfare to kind of build that narrative up yeah. and it was all a lie. Um... 
The police officer who sniffed close to Suge Knight and ended up kind of fingering him and saying, I'd end the investigation, not fingering him. <laughs> Fuck, and hell, that's another story. Um, sniff close to Pointing Sh- the finger <laughs> Pointing at the him. finger. Um, he was taken off the case kind of mysteriously yeah, and right. went and told the documentary crew about it. And was and like, this that is was what it. happened, yeah. and I got fired. Now, meanwhile, six months later, Biggie is killed on the other side of the country. And do they know why? No. But the detective who was taken off the case suspects that there were dirty cops involved in Biggie's death. Um, there's this whole heap of, like, really sus, not great detectives around at this time, sniffing around Biggie's death and somehow involved. Um, uh, there's... Uh, there's... A detective in jail who says that Suge Knight and cops placed a hit on Biggie, that that was that Suge Knight was behind it, getting cops to kind of shoot Biggie at the time. Is Suge Knight still alive? Suge Knight is still alive. So the story ends up being that 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 person in the documentary in two thousand and two, there's a person in jail who says, "Yes, I saw Suge Knight in a room with um, a candlestick with a candlestick, <laughs> and he was." <laughs> Doing this shit, and Arthur Miller was there, and witches were there, and it was all fucked. And Lee Lewis and Todd McDonald, and got really weird. But um, but basically, yeah, that Suge Knight was there with dirty cops and telling them. Now, this individual who saw this and became a key witness in the documentary, um, is a kind of sad figure. He was a bodyguard, but he also has Tourette's. Right. Um, and. When that was documentary was released, a couple of years later, Biggie's mum kind of started an unlawful suit against the LAPD. And mysteriously, one day before that guy was going to give his testimony, he said, oh, I was having memory problems due to psychiatric medicine illness. Oh my, you can't trust my... And he shut up. Right. So there's all this weirdness around that. Um, Biggie and Puffy, funnily enough, were under surveillance at the time of Biggie's murder but there were no FBI agents around to kind of save or see anything. Fucking hell. Um, there's this guy, this name that comes up a lot, Harry Billups, who's the name of one of the detectives who, um, Puff Daddy, who a bunch of different people have said he was the guy who shot Biggie. He was absolutely dead, and he was paid by Suge Knight to do it. Um, 2001, uh, Suge Knight was released from prison. Yeah. But he ends up back there a couple of times for being implicated in a whole series. There was um, another case that he ended up being tried for, and given his long history of violence, um, he ended up going to jail for 20-something years, and he's still there. Oh, my God. Today. And that's that's kind of where the story is at. So that's a super in, crash course version, but there you go. He's still in jail. He's still in jail, but not and for... there are people on the periphery of these who still know things. Puff Daddy knows it. shit. Snoop Dogg knows shit. Uh, uh, the rap community. People, big, big, like Lil' Kim was around yeah. at that time. The, because the... her and Biggie Smalls dated. Yep, that's right. So it's all kind of around in the ether. But there's a tremendous, tremendous fear about if you snitch, then you're fucked. Yeah. Which is... Yeah, because a... we don't know what is happening. Yeah. And people are getting murdered or put in jail. Yeah. So there you go. So the real reason why they hate each other is we still it's still unclear. It's just a rumour. Days Potentially. Bef- days before Biggie died, there's interview footage of him 
talking about how sad he was when he found out that Tupac was dead. And he said, yeah, we had an East Coast, West Coast rivalry thing, but that was just like publicity and part of the culture and da-da-da. Like, I didn't want the guy dead. Um, And, of course, he could be lying. Yeah. Um, But... uh, but there isn't there's so, no specific event or reason or no. thing that there's happened. There's all these people talking about all these other people, about the LAPD and Suge Knight, and there's all this complicated history that suggests there's something there, but there is zero evidence, none, that Biggie was involved. Fucking hell. In any kind of weird way. So I think it will all come out eventually, but it'll be another couple of decades once everybody's dead. Yeah, or yeah. whoever is controlling money. So, or... There you go. See how fucking complicated it is? That's a whole, that's layers and layers of research that you had to do. The dedication that you have to truth seeking. Happy 2021, motherfuckers. Astounds me. Have you ever felt whiter and from a rural Queensland town? I've felt white (laughs) so many times in so many. In that particular zone. I'm glad it's a piece of history I'm glad to know about because I know yes. and it, and it's still and it's within very recent memory. So within our lifetime. Within our yeah. lifetime. And since then hip hop and rap has um changed but not changed at yeah. all. And we're only in the first generation of rappers now that aren't as tied to that violent yeah, history. In terms of gang warfare. warfare. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That culturally that, that culture has shifted. Yeah. Yeah. But it also just, like, the links to systematic racism yeah. and the problems with police in yeah. America. I mean, the New York Times said of the documentary that kind of posted, said that, yeah. oh, look, all of these witnesses aren't credible because they've got violent history. Like, everyone's a freaking criminal. Like, who are you going to believe? Yeah. Are you going to believe police officers? But are you going to believe criminals? Police officers also make... Also doing yeah. terrible, awful shit. Yeah. And I say in America, there are problems with police all over the world, particularly in our own fucking country in terms of systematic racism. Indeed. So that's, this isn't just an issue that's not within our own country. What a great, funny, light note to end <laughs> on. Claire, what have you learnt? <laughs> <laughs> um, I've learnt... That giving you big deep dives is deeply beneficial to me and our audience. Um, I've learnt that hearing you say the word Suge Knight <laughs> is a delight I was unexpected. Or saying the word puffy. Puffy. <laughs> um, I need to go. We all need to go watch Straight Outta Compton now. That's what we do need to do. That's what we need to do this week. Because there were lawsuits around that and, like, shit. And Suge Knight was around for that and, like, wanted certain stuff shut down. I think it was approved, and... though. That was, wasn't, like, because I'm yeah, sure right. it's enemy, but I'm sure they approved the film. Yeah, right. I like, don't I know. don't think it's an, like... No. Because most of those guys, I, I, this, I'm basing this on very little than what I can remember and working in Logan with young men who were excited to watch it. Right, right. But I'm sure it's like it was a it's approved content. Yeah, right. I want to say Ice T, but he's the one that's on LA. And but wasn't he in it? LA Law, LA. LA, LA Law and Order. It's Ice Cube. SVU. Isn't he in LA Order? Okay, SVU. <laughs> Is no. <laughs> Thanks for being my mate, Claire. <laughs> Thanks for being my mate, Jay. <laughs>
for listening to the show. If you'd like to leave a rating and review on whatever service you're listening to, this please on, do. That would be great. That'd be great. Tell, tell your you, friends. Tell yeah. your mates. That's right. That's the name of the show. I see what you did there. Where can people find you, Claire? People can find me on Instagram at Claire and Pearl. Where can people find you, Dave? People can find me at Dave Burton Writer. And if you have a suggestion or a question or would like to point out how much Claire got wrong. <laughs> or how much Dave got wrong. Then you can write us an email at mymatereckons at gmail.com. We can't wait to hear from you.